Welcome back to everybody's favorite podcast. It's the loudest podcast on everybody's favorite podcast except for me. Wait, what? Why? And you. What are you talking about? Your favorite is that wrestling podcast. No, this is my favorite podcast. Are you kidding me? Okay, I'll move this up on my list to ninth favorite podcast then. What are your favorite podcasts then? I don't listen to any podcasts. Well, then how could this be your ninth favorite podcast? <laughs> well, I like the idea of liking podcasts, so I'm going to say whatever the true crime show is that everybody likes, uh, last podcast on the left, Chapo Trap House, and Psychology in Seattle. You don't listen... Okay, you do listen to Psychology in Seattle. You spend all your time watching Brazilian pimple-popping videos. I do. I'm addicted. I don't know what it is. No, it's not Brazilian. It's Vietnamese. I apologize. I don't know what it is, but it puts me right to sleep almost immediately. If you have problems falling asleep, I don't know what it is about these videos, but they're so soothing. So, Stereo, so Stereo, speaking of a New York-based podcast, uh, did I tell you my dad's new theory on the coronavirus? Oh, no. (laughs) Tell me. Yeah, so he texted me. He texted me the other day and was like, I see that. My my dad, who is an expert on New York, despite not having been here <laughs> either for 50 years or ever. My dad knows everything about New York. He knows everything about the crime statistics. He's just real little with crime. Every time I go outside, I get murdered. <laughs> According to my dad. So my dad texted me. He says, I see they closed 27 New York police stations because of the vaccine mandate. Is that true? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. But my dad saw it in the internet, so it is true. And I say, you still not get vaccinated? And he says, no, I'm pissing Biden off, which is literally dying of COVID to own the libs. Biden is overjoyed that your dad is not getting vaccinated because, like, your dad is old. He has nothing to do that day but vote. You and me, we're fucking busy. If your dad kicks the bucket, though, he, he's turning your home state a little bluer. Right. So I'm thinking I want to get him to get vaccinated because I, I would prefer my dad not die of coronavirus, probably of heart disease, maybe of lung disease, but not of coronavirus. So I've been on this campaign, months long campaign. I've tried everything. He won't listen to me. I've tried. Did I talk about how I tried framing it? As like a special snowflake thing. Wait, what? No, you've never told me. Oh, this. okay. So the one time uh, I was in my the car with my dad, and I tried to uh, turn the narrative on it. I was like, "You see all these people not getting the vaccine," and he says, "Yeah." And I was like, "What fucking special snowflakes are they?" When I was a kid, we got all of our shots, and we liked it. We didn't get to sit here and complain and pick and choose. Oh, I want the rubella shot, but not this shot. Like, what makes you think you're special? That's brilliant. Oh, my God. <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> didn't work. I was really confident of that, too. Oh, yeah, I've tried everything. I tried calling it the Trump vaccine. That didn't work. I tried the one day. I was like, man, it is really a bad position that you guys are in. He was like, what? I was like, it, because it's either get the life-saving Trump vaccine and look like an idiot or potentially die of this disease. And he didn't bite on that one either. How would getting the life-saving Trump vaccine make him look like an idiot? Because he's been talking and talking shit on this vaccine. So there's just like fucking lumens in it or whatever. Oh, okay. All right. And he was, he was like, it's not the Trump vaccine. I was like, yeah, it is. It got started getting developed when Trump was in office. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, he has a new theory on coronavirus now. Because my dad, uh, if you don't know listeners, smokes half a pack of fucking cigarettes a day, along with a number of other substances. <laughs> Hasn't he gotten heart surgery several times? Yes, he has. Didn't they tell him he was like out of heart surgeries on his heart surgery punch card? I think his aorta is just a balloon right now. <laughs> 
Yeah, I thought you told me once that they were like, we're out of veins. We can like move from parts of your body to other parts of your body. Like you have to stop smoking and start eating better. And he was like, that's just what Obama wants <laughs> me to do. Obama wants me to do. So um, I'm trying this approach. I'm trying the logical approach now. I'm like, dad, you smoke like fucking 12 cigarettes a day. Your lungs are not able to handle this. Like if you get sick, you're going to die. So why don't you just get vaccinated? And he... Uh, taught me some things about the coronavirus. See, Asterios, did you know that smoking cigarettes actually makes your lungs healthier? He told you that? Oh, yes. Uh, he told me that he believes that he's immune to coronavirus because he smokes 12 cigarettes a day and because the cigarette smoke and the weed smoke kill the coronavirus <laughs> when it gets in his lungs. I don't know if that's true. In China, they really love to smoke. Like, China is like Joe Camel's country. Smoking is the Chinese national pastime. They got hit pretty hard with the coronavirus. I don't know. Yeah, no, but that was Wuhan. That wasn't like the major city area. Is Wuhan a major city? I don't know, but I bet in Wuhan they're smoking for two. That's true. So I told him, I was like, Dad, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's how lungs work. And he was like, no, no, it's definitely true because five years ago I went and got a chest x-ray and it looked good. What? There weren't like little cancer grounds? Gremlins jumping up and down on his lungs? I don't know. I guess he considers good to be not full of fucking fluid. I don't know what he expected to see on that chest x-ray. Like, the whammies from Press Your Luck <laughs> aiming cartoon cannons at his alveoli. All right, so he's saying that weed smoke and cigarette smoke kill the coronavirus. Even if they did, aren't they also severely weakening your lungs? Like, if I walk into a room full of smoke... That's going to hurt me. I'm not going to like that. No, it's serious. I'm not going to like that. No, serious. The only people who have ever died of lung cancer was because they didn't smoke enough. I'm because, sorry? Okay, so you know how you exercise and you got to like temporary, temporarily rip your myelin fibers or whatever to make your leave your muscles room to grow? Yeah. Well, my dad believes that that logic applies with cigarettes and lungs. He says that his lungs are not dissipating because he smokes. He says that his lungs are fucking Olympic athletes because he smokes and he is immune to all types of lung illnesses. So he truly <laughs> believes that like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger yeah uh-huh he thinks that every time he puffs on a cigarette he's like doing little lung push-ups <laughs> like the smoke <laughs> is like forming little barbells and bed frames doing curls on his lungs i mean what is a cough but a lung push-up <laughs> what is a hiccup besides a lung lunge <laughs> i suppose that's true have you considered telling your dad to set a fire in a small room and see how long he likes hanging out in there to truly see if his lungs like smoke because think about it like this if his plan is right, he'll walk out with impervious bulletproof super lungs. I mean, that would be definitely be funny, but he does rent his house. <laughs> so I don't want to destroy it. Yeah, no. So, uh, Asterius, if you know anybody who has ever smoked and died of lung cancer, it was because they didn't smoke enough cigarettes. <laughs> I just want to make sure you're not exaggerating. He truly believes this. <laughs> that is what he told me. That is why he told I was like, why don't you get it? He told me that his lungs are super strong because he smokes, and also he got a chest x-ray five years ago, and it looked good. Look, here's why I think your dad might be fine. He strikes me as a loner. He strikes me as like the Elvis shoot at my own TV type. I don't know that your dad is hanging around a lot of bars or he's going to like the gun club or he's going to a lot of barbecues. 
I think your dad probably spends a lot of time in his trailer in front of his TV screaming at his TV. True or false? I mean, definitely true. But like, does your dad have friends? Does anybody's dad have friends? No, that's why dads are going to survive the coronaviruses. It's moms that are in danger because moms like love going to jazzercise. They love talking to the barber. Though your moms collect the coupons and they want to go shopping. All my mom wants to do when I visit home is go shopping. And it's like, she doesn't need any of this stuff. She just likes going around. Right. I saw some comedians say that uh, men don't have friends. Their wives have friends and their wives have husbands. Like, that is fucking true. My dad never had any friends growing up. I think he has a friend. We've got to find some ways to convince your dad to get this vaccine. Here's something that I thought of. Tell him that you just found out that Biden is banning Republicans from getting the vaccine. Oh, that's good. In a bid to steal the election, he is trying to make sure the Republicans aren't vaccinated, and he's trying to make the only voter ID acceptable, the vaccine card. Your dad only has like a week to get the coronavirus vaccine before it is not available to conservatives. Oh, that is so funny. That would probably, that might work. Maybe if we did that, but then photoshopped a Breitbart page to say that because my dad believes everything he sees on Facebook. Wait a minute. That's actually brilliant. We could create a fake news site and you could text him the articles and then he'll text those articles to his friend We might vaccinate your home state through the power of fake news. Oh, my God. We're doing something good. Breitbart's doing something good for society. Yeah, because here's what we need to inspire in your dad. Fear. Fear is the only thing that motivates a boomer. The reason they love hearing stories about, like, Chicago and New York is that, like, they literally think it's, like, Robocop here. Oh, yeah. My dad has, uh, every time he tells me, he's like, there's so many murders and rape. Like, you walk outside and you see a murder and or rape going on. That's what my dad thinks New York is. Yeah, it's so, it's so <laughs> strange. Right now, the thing that, like, boomers are talking about, they're like, since Austin defunded the police, the murder rate is going sky high in Austin. Austin's become the murder capital of America. There's so so many goddamn murder. You can't walk into a barbecue tour without being murdered. And so I Googled, like, how many murders in Austin? Like 70. The population of Austin is 950,000 people. 70 people got murdered? Ah, make it 100. I, they can handle it. Make it an even number. Yeah, exactly. Well, listeners, if you know a way to get <laughs> boomers to get vaccinated, you leave us a voicemail at 848-863-5343, or you email us at theloudestpodcast at gmail.com. God damn, this is a, a sticky fucking wicket with your dad. I know, I know. I, I'm amazed how different difficult this has been <laughs> jesus fucking christ all right well, we'll be right back after this more loudest podcast <laughs> sarancha i've been thinking how do we get a baby how do we procure a baby yeah i've been thinking about getting a baby not having a baby getting a baby for like a week because i want to know whether or not i want one of these things I have never been more ambivalent about anything in my life than the concept of having a baby. Seems like it's got some positives. There'll be someone there at your deathbed. If I poop, someone has to clean it up. (laughs) I mean, all the positives are just like when I'm old, they have to take care of me. It would like save a lot of money on a nurse or go to one of those nursing homes where they beat you. I know, or maybe, I don't know, your kid could grow up to be Jeffrey Dahmer. Maybe he's executed before you get old. 
eh, look, if my baby turns out to be shitty. That's kind of what everybody expects. So it's like, uh, no skin off my nose. It's like, yeah, of course it's hysterious. His kid's fucked up. But like, if that baby turns out to like, you know, I don't know, be a garbage man, a tax paying member of society, I look like a hero. Oh my God, I've been practicing for this for the last month. I'm going to Chinese parent the fuck out of that kid. Oh, that app you've been playing. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Okay. All right. Excellent. Look, again, no. I've seen what happens in these nursing homes, and it's rough. Like, I'm trying to save up all of my money so that I can retire and go to a nursing home where they at least ignore you. <laughs> I feel like that's the best I could do. Like, a nursing home where you'll just have to push the button 40 times to get fed, but you won't be actively beaten and <laughs> That's what I'm looking for in a nursing home. <laughs> Minimal bed sores. Yeah, it's, and look, I probably have bed sores now, so I'm not blaming the nursing home. But it's like if I had a kid, that kid might visit me once a month, and then I, you know, I don't know, bring some Werther's Originals. If I had a problem with my iPhone 13, the kid could fix it, you know, and then afterwards go play on his PlayStation 675. Oh, okay. So the kid is like a child or an adult visiting you in the nursing home. Either one. I'll tell. I just want some kind of company. It's like a kid. It's like an insurance policy. You know what I mean? Like if I'm all alone in my home, you know, because you're gonna die before me. Yeah. Like, and I drop dead. No one will probably find out until it starts to stink. And like, luckily, I will start to stink sooner than the average corpse. <laughs> but like, still, it'd be nice to not be mummified when they rip me out of my studio apartment. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd be nice to be like a fresh corpse. And like, that's what having a kid gets you. That locked-in corpse freshness. I don't know. I wouldn't know if my parents immediately died. Or I wouldn't know immediately. My brother might know because he lives with my dad. But like, if my aunt or whatever didn't text me for a couple months on end, I would, would not assume she was dead. Yeah, but that's your aunt. That's different. Now imagine this. Imagine your dad doesn't have you or your brother. Your dad dies. Real talk. How long till they find him? Um, well, he has puppies. So do are puppies like cats? Do they eat your face? Yes, but they wait a while. They wait a lot longer than cats do. Um, I think it would take until the landlord missed one payment of rent. So a month! Yes. Exactly! And look, Look, your dad might be behind on the rent as is. You know what I mean? Like, with our landlord, if the check doesn't show up for two weeks, he's cool with it. He gets it. It's hard out there. It's a paramedic. Yeah, we're in the middle of a panini. It's fine. Drawbacks to having a kid. Uh, they die, you get in trouble. Oh, yeah, and they die all the time. They die doing everything. Yeah. They die just walking around. Yeah, the reason I've been thinking about this is that we, vis we visited my buddy the other day for Halloween and uh, it was like their kid's first Halloween and they're taking the kid around. The kid just takes like a 90 degree turn right into the road. Oh yeah, and that's your fault. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, what are you going to do? Blame the kid? You can't blame the kid. Yeah, because they're, that's what all of toddlerhood is. It's preventing your two-year-old from fucking killing themselves. Yeah, I know. Like the kid dies, you get in trouble. The kid dies. They also think you're like a bad person, which is rough. If my plant dies, they're just kind of like, ha, 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 stereos. You don't quite have that green thumb, do you? That's all right, buddy. Let's get you a heartier fern. Like, they are not nearly as forgiving of a dead kid. Let's give you a heartier child. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's a... 
It's a stain. It's a real black mark on your record. Okay, counterpoint. I have heard from somebody who works in child protective services that it is now very hard to get your kid taken from you. I don't think my kid would get taken. I'm not going to, like, actively ignore the kid. But if this 12-year-old makes a bad decision, that's on me. You know what I mean? I know. It's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I, I don't like it. All right, so look, this is what I want, though, ultimately. And, I, and there's a reason I'm saying this into a microphone. I'm hoping someone out there can help me out with this, one of our listeners. I just want to borrow a, a baby for like a week. I want to borrow a baby for like seven days and just see how I feel about it. You know, kind of like when you adopt a puppy, they like let you have a little trial period to see like if you're going to, if like you are ready for a puppy. Yeah. I want that, but with a baby. I think you could do that. I think one of our listeners would be happy to send in their baby. Now, what age of the baby are you looking for? Do you not care? What's the cutest age? Uh, like newborn. Okay. Yes. I want a newborn baby. I want the baby <laughs> to like come right out of the lady and go right in my arms. I want to create the baby's formative experiences. Like when I'm yelling at the TV because Whitney Way Thor from My Big Fat Fabulous Life is doing something stupid and screwing up her life again. I want the kid to be like, well. I guess that's what I do. I scream. I guess that's my life now. I mean, oh, yeah, that's right. You're too loud to have a newborn. How about like a one-year-old where like the kid can kind of walk or crawl around? I don't know kid ages, but whatever the age is where they can walk around but not run, but they are also cannot talk yet. No, I want them to talk. I do want them to talk because I like having little conversations with the kid. You can fill the kid's head with lies. Like Santa Claus is just like some mass delusion. It's like a trick we're playing on these fucking kids. And we all think it's hilarious to gaslight all these kids. We're the worst. Let me tell you. Let me ask you a question. This is really interesting to me. What is the stupidest fucking thing that your parents told you as a kid that you genuinely believed? Because I remember mine clears a goddamn bell. Well, I'm going to need to hear yours then. Okay, so I shit you not, this is a real story. I was in, I think, fourth grade or something, and I asked my mom, where do babies come from? And she explained to me, when a man and woman love each other, they get married and God blesses them with a baby. Now, my fourth grade logic, my brain is working. I'm not totally stupid anymore. So I'm like, oh, okay. So being married is a prerequisite to having a baby. So one day I was on the fucking school bus and I really showed my ass out because this kid was talking about how her sister got accidentally pregnant. I was like, what the fuck? How do you get accidentally pregnant? He's like, well, they had sex. And didn't use protection. I was like, but aren't they married? And the kid was like, what are you talking about? And that was how I learned about uh, sex. Wow. Yeah, no, I cannot believe my parents did that to me. I mean, the stupidest thing my parents told me was that if I stood in front of the microwave, I'd get cancer. Oh, yeah, mine too. That was mine too. What the fuck? (laughs) Where did this stupid... Well, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's give these boomers the benefit of the doubt. In the 1970s, it probably would. Yeah. It was probably like an x-ray can. Like, if you stood in front of the microwave, like, and stood behind an open window, the sunlight shining through on one end and the microwave on the other, you could probably, like, see someone's skin and bones in the 70s. No, I totally believe that. Yeah, microphones, cell phones cause cancer. My parents were real sensitive when I was a teenager about putting my cell phone in my bra. Like, they really got mad. We're like, don't do that. Does that cause cancer? I mean, I don't know. And if it did, would we stop? Like, this is what I decided a long time ago. Because, like, there was a similar rumor when I was young where it's like, don't keep your cell phone in your pockets. You'll get nut cancer. (laughs) And I was just like, you know what? 
worth it. I need this thing. I need this phone. It's too much fun. I'm gonna have to eat some shit with this nut cancer. Like I like I, I just I said it's too much fun. It's too much fun not to have my smartphone. It's too much fun not to have ball cancer. Yeah, I suppose not. You know what? But again, with the age thing, with the talking thing, I don't know why I'm acting like I have the ground to be picky. I just need to borrow a kid for a week. Like when we borrowed Lily for a week, that was great. I didn't know I could keep a dog alive. Having a dog was fantastic. I never thought I was a dog person before we had to leave. And now, every day I wake up and she's not there, I feel sad. I know. I miss that dog so much. I miss uh, going to the bathroom and having her immediately follow me. Yeah, I know. And I miss her, like, curling up on the little rug. All right. My brother listens to the show. So when he came to pick up the dog and he had his kids with them, his kids were like, oh, Lily, Lily, we missed you so much. Oh, Lily, Lily, we missed you. That definitely seemed coached to you, right? No, that was the most scripted uh, dog reuniting that I've ever seen. I think they literally said, you're going home, Lily. It was like, who coached you on that? Yeah, I know, because my take on the dog had been that my brother was as ambivalent to the dog as I am to having kids. My brother was like, I could really take or leave this dog, which is why I thought I could get in there and like, boom, bang, new dog. Oh my God, it is the best looking dog I've ever seen in my life, though. She is very silky. She looks like a show dog, like a dog you'd see at the dog show. I fucking miss that dog so goddamn much. And so like, you know, I... My mom's telling me, like, yeah, he doesn't really want this dog. And so I'm like, oh, I can, I can get in. I can sneak in here, get this dog. And uh, and the kids are like, we missed you so much. We love you. We can't wait to take you home. We're, and the kids literally said, and I quote, we're going to hug you and kiss you forever. End quote. That's scripted. That's as scripted as a Canadian sitcom. Oh, that was incredible. Uh, yeah, because no, the kids did seem ambivalent about the dog when they were here. Yes. Too, because like the most emotion I saw out of them is when they were leaving with the dog. But like not having seen their dog for a week. And these are young kids. Yes, these are they're like, like two and three. They're like little kids. And these aren't like teenagers who know logically that the dog's coming home with them so they don't need to play with it right now. Those kids seemed like they did not give a fuck about that dog. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. She's like, nobody cares about that dog but me. The person that cares about that dog the most. All right, so like in the absence of a dog, I think a kid would be a good replacement. I do think you need to be a little bit picky about the age because some of our listeners are kids. You're going to have a freaking 14-year-old show up at her door. I don't want that. Okay, you know what? (laughs) Just like my favorite store, five below. I think that's a good range. Okay, that's a good range. Just a week. Just a week to see if I like that. The, uh, look, the kid will be fine. How much? Could, drop off some food, too. Drop off some food or tell me what to order. Tell me what they like on Grubhub. You know, a lot of times kids have like a little like iPhone touch. Like I'll put my credit card number in so like the kid can order food in case I forget. The kid can sleep on the couch. Yeah. We have a really nice fucking couch. This is a really comfortable. Sometimes I elect to sleep on the couch. Yeah. It's so comfortable. I know. It's like a fucking, it's like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man's asshole. <laughs> like you just climb in there and you feel so safe and secure. Like a bird experiencing egg simulation. I got home at about one o'clock after work. I was not tired at all. And then I laid down on that couch and put a blanket over myself yeah. and fell asleep. Yeah. I shit you not in the middle of the fucking day. That's what it'll do. <laughs> it's the perfect couch for a kid, maybe. We could also put one of them in the closet if they're small enough. Like you we have that empty hall their closet. Bedroom? Yeah, their bedroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who said where is it written how big a bedroom's gotta be? Right. Like and what I, about the kids that don't have any bedroom? 
I bet, I bet there's a landlord somewhere selling a closet. That's <laughs> an apartment, an entire apartment somewhere yeah. in New York. No, it's New York City. We have a bunch of old lights in the hall closet. Let's just get rid of them, put a little mattress, put a little kibble in there. All right. I like this. I like this. I would also like to name the kid for the week and like be like, no, your new name is Sassafras. I don't know where that name came from, but now I'm committed to it. Sassafras Coconos. Sure hope it's a girl. Oh, Gendo, the gender police over here don't want a boy named Sassafras. No, seriously, my brain is so... Here's how fucked up my brain is. I was yeah. playing that Pikmin Go. The, oh, the new Pikmin game. Yeah, I, I got a Pikmin. My first thought was, I want to name it, but what gender is it? I'm like, it's a Pikmin. It doesn't have genitals. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Just name it something. It's not real. It's not fucking real. All right. We get a kid. I see if I like the kid. Now, look, a lot of people out there are probably going to be like, you should know whether or not you want a kid. You should be able to tell whether you want a kid before literally having one. Here's what I'm going to do for you people. I'm going to put up a Twitter poll. <laughs> the Twitter poll is going to be, should I have a kid? Should I procure a child? Should I get a kid? Because this is, this is too big for me. This is beyond me. I need to know what the people think. The people are never wrong. Should I get a kid? Yes or no? And let's see what the people think, because you guys are pretty smart. You listen to this show, so you're already brilliant. Right, and this could uh, change the development of a child's life. So this is the biggest and most important Twitter poll ever. Yes, exactly. Finally, a Twitter poll with stakes. That, like, what's the best candy bar? We already know it's Baby Ruth. It's full of crispity crunchies. Name a better candy bar than Baby Ruth. Pro tip, you can't. I like Baby Ruth. So yeah, they're good. Yeah, and, and you agree it's the best. Candy. I like Almond Joys. They're my Better favorite. than Baby Ruth? Yeah. Almond Joys work. <laughs> Why do you mean it's work? It's work to chomp into those nuts, those those almonds. Yeah, but it's fruity, and I like that. Almond Joys are fruity? Yeah, they taste like coconut in the middle. Almond Joys got nuts. Mounds don't. Coconut doesn't taste fruity. It, I think it does. <laughs> you think coconut tastes fruity? I think it's, I'm almost 100% positive it is a fruit. You know, there's plenty of things that are, tomatoes are a fruit. They don't taste fruity. Technically, they're the fruit of the plant. So shut up. Yeah, so cucumbers are also fruit by that logic. Yes, exactly. And fish are the fruit of the sea, the yeah. fruto del mar. And uh, be ground beef is the fruit of the cow. <laughs> God damn it. All right, listeners, I'm leaving this one up to you. And, and again, and if you, oh, no, actually, let me phrase this differently. I, it's not that I need to get a kid. Parents, aren't you tired of all the hard work? Like, whatever happened to me time? You know, being a parent, it's the hardest job you'll ever love. You don't clock in at seven and clock out at five. The, there's no time cards, punch cards. There's no coffee breaks, lunch breaks. You're a parent 24-7. You're a chef. You're a chauffeur. You're a medical doctor. Uh, you're a teacher. You are all these jobs. And, and more. if you added them together, you should be earning a salary of half of a million dollars. A day. Yes. Exactly. Kisser of boo-boos. Maker of macaroni. Vice president of bedtime story reading. Why is the sky blue? Why is the clouds gray? Official unanswerable question answerer. I think you deserve a break for like a week. Give me your kid. <laughs> Hand them over. For like a week. Hand me the child. <laughs> for like a week. And you 
go treat yourself to a cruise, a spa day, a relaxing massage. You know what I mean? You could get your temples rubbed and go get your roots done. And, you know, why don't you all you go volunteer and go go reconnect with your, with whatever and go, go play the drums and play <laughs> drum circle and smoke weed and you have some me time. Yeah, and then we um, and your kid is totally incapable hands here. I'm telling you, this couch is really comfortable. <laughs> You're on some kind of app now. You say it's even more Chinese TikTok. Oh yeah, okay. So I know that I was about to describe it as the Chinese version of TikTok, but then I realized that TikTok is the Chinese version of TikTok. But there's a Chinese TikTok. There is an app. I do not know what it is called, but colloquially it is known as the Red app. Yes. It is a video feed of short videos of Chinese people just like living their lives doing whatever and uh the trend going on right now i shit you not is um i'm learning so much about china from these videos the trend going on right now is uh because it's seen as a status symbol if you can travel to the united states for vacation so these there are women taking photos and photo shoots in front of costco's to prove that they're in america to prove that they're in america that is the most american thing i could think of just a wheelbarrow full of toilet paper to deal with our American food and American-sized leavings. Look it up. Download the Red app. Look up just hashtag Costco in English. The whole feed of them. It's really good. There's also this whole subset genre of vlogs of incredibly thin women. And I, this seems like a prerequisite. I don't know why they all do it, but they all do it. Is the first thing they do in their vlog is they like stretch, get a cup of water, and then they immediately step on a scale and film it. They immediately weigh themselves in the morning? <laughs> yes. Oh, and they're using that like, I'm cool. I Okay, what's the coolest weight? Like according to the Chinese red TikTok, not TikTok app, like what's the ideal weight? I mean, keep in mind that I cannot read or understand every, anything that I'm seeing on this app. I'm having a bitchin' time and I highly recommend everyone download it, but I have no shit and idea what anybody's saying. I do watch a lot of those vlogs though. And the weight that seems to be most common in girls that are getting like Tons and tons of engagement. Oh, and they also list their height so you know that they're underweight. Oh. Is 44 to like 46 kilograms. And how many pounds is that? It's like 98 to 101. Oh, my God. And they're like 5'7", way taller than me. That's like a 13-year-old girl. Like 100 pounds? Yeah. My niece weighs 100 pounds. She's just like a little kid. You got to weigh 100 pounds to be sexy in China? I guess... These women like that. Motherfucker. Uh, there's a couple trends that go on, and it usually leaks from Weibo, Weibo, however you pronounce it, mm. onto this app, and that's how I learned about it. Mm -hmm. So uh, the new trend right now is going to Uniqlo and seeing if you could fit into children's clothing. <laughs> and if you can, then you're skinny. And if you can't, then you step in front of a train? You're fat fatty. You keep oh, eating fatty. God. Oh, goodness gracious. Every time I see one of those vlogs and I watch it, I start thinking about how uh, comparing it to American YouTubers that I watch. Like, for example, I watched this one dietitian reviewing K-pop diets, and she's just like saying numbers of calories is like this is going to be incredibly triggering i was like this is gonna set off like if this becomes big in america i could see this setting off like a ton of eating disorders jesus christ you know speaking of tiktok though and wait you told me that there's some guy on tiktok and his whole thing is that he's like a 
appealing to larger women. What's the what's this guy? Williams carves pumpkins. William carves pumpkins or something. That used to be his username. I think he changed it to his uh, government name. But yeah, his whole thing, his one TikTok that he got uh, shit all over for is he's got a very creepy voice too. Okay, he looks like a serial killer in my opinion. Can you do an impression of him? He's just like smiling all the time, and he's just he gives me Jeffrey Dahmer vibes. Okay, I don't know why, but he gives me Joe from You vibes. So he's like, hi. I'm William Carves Pumpkin. That's exactly how he talks. And he says like, hey, have you had a cup of coffee today? Did you count that as your breakfast? Coffee's not a meal. Go eat breakfast. Oh, he gives people permission to eat. Yeah, and his one that he got shit on all over is a while back. This is like a while back, like half a year. He made this video. If you don't want to be fat, you are fat phobic. And what he was trying to say is like, if you view that as the worst thing that you can be, it's probably because you don't. I don't know. I don't know what he's trying to say, but he just got shit all over. He said, if you don't want to be fat, Congratulations, you're fat phobic. Yes. Okay. But like, look, here's what you got to do. And again, I'm a former PR guy. You just got to use the right words. In any situation you're in, there's a right word for it. I want to be healthy. Don't say I want to be hot and skinny. Say, I want to be active and healthy. I want to get out there and live my life. I want to live life to the fullest. And I want to be proud of what I look like. You know what? I'm going to be attracted to the people I'm attracted to, and I'm not going to feel bad for that. Everything I just said, <laughs> you listeners, you can imagine the bad version of that. I don't need to say it. You slap that in your dating profile, and the filtering does itself. Yeah, exactly. These, these fucking guys. All right, so there's this guy out there, William Carves Pumpkins. Now, is this guy hot and skinny? Uh, look up a picture of him. I want you to see what you think. All right, I'm going to look. I up. don't think he's attractive. I think I've already established that I think he's terrifying. Right, I'm going to look up William. All right, uh, American poet, writer, physician, closely associated with modernism and imagism. Oh no, no, this is William Carlos Williams. Oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me get William Carves Pumpkins. Carve duh. Oh. I was going to say I don't think this guy's a real doctor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, this guy's like attractive. He's attractive to like normies. He's like a, he looks like a Broadway guy. Like you put a cast on him and he looks like that kid in the cast, like the 30 year old kid who's pretending to be 19 in that movie about the cast where he's like, my arm hurts. Someone's had my arm cast. My arm is going nuts. My arm itches so much. What, what's that movie? I have no idea. The, the one with the kid with the cast where he's got the cast. I have never heard of anything you were talking about. All right, hold on. Dear Evan Hansen, he looks like the Evan Hansen kid with the cast where he's like, ouch, ouch, my arm is broke. It's not a joke. Ouch, ouch, too. My cast, oh, no. Is you that know? really a song in the movie no, <laughs> about like, cast? Like it's not. Like, I'll be honest with you. I'm just kind of like comically exaggerating based off of the the one thing people know about it, which is that there's a kid with his arm in a cast. <laughs> ouch, ouch, ouch. Ouch, ouch, ouch. <laughs> All right. I'm looking at this kid, this William Carp's come kid. Beautiful blue eyes, nice hair. Terrifying smile. I mean, but like, you look at any smile long enough and it's scary. No, I don't think so. Not the way that this one's scary. Really? Yeah. All right, I'm going to smile right now. 
No, because I can't see all of your teeth. I think that's one of the main problems. Well, with I'm it. hiding my teeth when I smile because I've got a fucked up front tooth thing happening. And I went to the dentist and they were like, $6,000 will fix this. And I was like, oh my God. Can't you get a retainer or something for Am me? I going to fucking spend uh, like the amount of money it would take to buy a used car to fix one of my fucking teeth? And I almost did. And my mom was like, what are you doing? And I was like, no, you should see how hot the dentist was. Look, I haven't told you this yet, but- I went to the dentist a couple months ago for the first time since the pandemic. Her boobs kept falling in my face. Wow. Like just plump, like right there. Are you supposed to tip your dentist now? I I I was ready to hand over my credit card and get the and get the Invisalign. Like get this tooth fixed. Because I was just like, well, I you know, service is rendered, but like, oh my this they were everywhere these things it was fucking ridiculous when you say everywhere do you mean like individual mind of their own anime going up and down at different speeds no uniboob uniboob just like a like a sploosh just like splat like like ug like big swinging udders (laughs) you know what i mean like from cow and chicken it was like cow was my dentist that you made this 100 percent less appealing (laughs) oh yeah no i definitely did i could be william pumpkin boy I could do this. I could just be the person who's out there that's like, you know what? You do deserve some weed today. And a little <laughs> bump of cocaine, you've earned it. You know, the girl, oh, everyone's always trying to tell you how to live your life. Don't inject heroin. Don't take uppers and downers. Don't mash up a bunch of pills you found on the ground and snort them. You know what? You're worth it. Right. Getting too high and going to Walmart is self-care. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, a stereos coconuts permissive parasocial buddy boy i think that would work especially from like stoners who want to hear like it's not a drug man people like you swallow all that benadryl (laughs) you see those shadow people and you shower when you want to shower okay don't let them set your shower schedule your body your choice your stink lines your life One of the key parts of self-care is talking to friends. Don't let your boss (laughs) dictate that your friends need to be real people. Fucking slam that Benadryl and see those shadow people. Exactly. And you know what? You should decide when you go to and leave work. Not your boss. Like, you, (laughs) life is too short. And you know what? Why does your boss have an office and you don't? Slam his head into a desk and take the office. You're never given anything in life. You've got to take everything. Your life is too short to not put vodka in that smoothie you're bringing in at 9 a.m. Get a watermelon. Drill a hole in it. Drill a second hole in it. Put your dick in one hole and put a bottle of vodka in the other and just have a nice Monday. That sounds incredibly painful. Painfully based? Yeah, that one. All right. There we go. Steris Coconuts. Permissive parasocial buddy boy bro. I can do this. You can. I believe in you. All right. I just need to get blue contact lenses like William Pumpkin. But, and you have to start smiling like this. I'm telling you. There's no such thing as an uncreepy smile. The next time you see a baby smiling, you look at that smile for too long, you're going to be like, is this a devil baby with a secret? There's not a creepy smile in normal people because normal people don't show both of their fucking rows of teeth when they smile. Yeah, well, well, look, this fucking freak's parents spent $14,000 on Invisalign and he's going to squeeze out every cent of that. Meanwhile, guys like me... Copper to feel with their cheeks. <laughs> we can't afford Invisalign. 
I'm opening up a second Patreon to get my tooth fixed. Do it. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Look, enough bullshit. We'll be right back after more of the last <laughs> podcast. All right. Good news. My Gemini account just got verified. Oh, fucking finally. How long did that take? It took like two weeks. Uh, for listeners who don't know what Gemini is, it's the Winklevoss Twins' cryptocurrency exchange. <laughs> Christ. You know those two people in the movie who are like even worse than Mark Zuckerberg? Those guys. Oh, aren't the Winklevoss Twins played by that guy that wants to eat people? What? Remember the episode of the loudest podcast we did a long time ago about that celebrity that like wanted to like bite you and chomp on you oh. and chew on you, go nom, 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 on your toes? Yeah, that celebrity. I forget his name, but didn't he text like some girl and be like, "I want to eat your lungs or something"? Yes, exactly. Army Hammer. Army Hammer was his name. Oh, I remember that guy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, because I wanted to introduce that sequel segment to Rand Paul's anime puncher (laughs) called Army Hammer's Manga Munchers. Oh my God, yes, I do. It's all coming back to me now. All right, well, anyway, I'm on the thing. I'm on the Gemini now. I'm fully verified. I'm a fully verified member of the Gemini cryptocurrency Winklevoss-based Bitcoin platform. What are the dumb coins that I should get? Because... People keep saying coup coin. Did you see that pump and dump scam where some guy made a squid game cryptocurrency? It shot up to like $2,600 and now it's worth nothing. What? <laughs> Wait. Wait. How was the tummy this? I don't know what it was, but there was an article on Robin Hood this morning. I'm going to look it up. Hang sure, on. Sure, please. This is from uh, CN. NN. A digital currency based off the popular Netflix series Squid Game is trading at $0 after its creators cashed out, effectively stealing about $2.1 million from investors. The cryptocurrency, apparently called Squid, searched as high as $2,800 before falling to zero as of Monday, according to CoinMarketCap. The scam, which was reported by Gizmodo, is called a rug pull. I know it is a pump and dump, but rug pull's pretty good. I thought it was called an exit scam. Yeah, that too. Oh, it's an exit scam pump and dump rug pull? This means that the crypto's creators cash out of their coins in exchange for real money, quickly devaluing the crypto's value. Before the rug pull, the crypto's market cap was a little more than $2 million. Which one of you fucking idiots bought squid? I just, I'm having so much trouble. How did they say it was connected to the show? I mean, look, if if I just make a coin called the West Wing, and I'm like, it's the official cryptocurrency of the West Wing, why would anyone fucking believe me? Because nobody gives a shit about it. It's these dumbass idiots that see people, Dogecoin made this guy a millionaire. Shiba Inu made this guy a billionaire. Well, I better get the squid coin because everybody loves squid game. Like, they don't think. Nobody that thinks. Would re- it's literally that simple. <laughs> yes. So if I named the crypto the Kardashian coin, I could get idiots to buy this? Yeah, you could trade it under Dash. Oh, wait, no, that's already a thing. <laughs> wait, what? Okay, that's clearly some sort of crypto inside joke. Yeah. Do you even want to take the time to explain it or should we just move on? Just move on. All right. There's no reason why we can't also have our own pump and dumps game. It seems like it's pretty easy to do. All we need to do is think of something people like. Halloween coin, Christmas coin, Santa coin. Holiday coin, the Turkey Day coin, Thanksgiving to- coin, NFL coin, football coin. Football, ball coin. Ball coin. People love balls. I don't think people will fall for another Netflix 
for pull, but maybe like 90 Day Fiance coin. Okay. That's pretty brilliant. It's like one of those popular shows in the world. Darcy coin. Darcy coin. And it's competitor coin, Stacy coin. What about a coin called scam coin? And it's guaranteed to be a rug pull. It is like a coin where we just go out there and we're like, this is an exit scam. But if you can buy before, but we're not going to tell you when we're going to pull the rug. So if you buy now, you can sell and someone else will be holding the bag. Oh my God, that's brilliant. Yeah, it's like a lottery. It could be called like lottery coin or Shirley Jackson's the lottery coin. And you know who'd buy it? Irony loving crypto bros. Right, we could call, we could trade it under S-C-A-M. Yes, exactly. So after we left my buddy's house and we saw their kid, and oh my God, this kid was so fucking cute. So cute. Yeah, this kid, I was kind of like, hmm, maybe kid, maybe baby good. Like, um, <laughs> Snatch, grab. Snatch, grab. It's just the kid smelled so good. You took a hit off that baby. Oh yeah, baby's tops of baby's head smell amazing. What? Maybe I just want that smell and not the baby. Maybe you just want a bottle of baby powder because I think that's what that smell was. Okay. No, but it had an earthier. All right, but anyway. So like after that, we're on the train heading home and I start to feel sick. So I'm like, ah, oh, let's get off the train so I can get some fresh air. We can get a cup of coffee. And then all of a sudden I realize, oh, fuck, the Halloween parade is going to pass by exactly where we are soon. Because every year in New York City, they have a fucking big, crazy Halloween parade. It's like Mardi Gras. It lasts like 20 blocks. There are people that work all year on their goddamn Halloween parade floats. If you want to hear the Ghostbusters theme 900 times, and I do, <laughs> you go to the New York City fucking Halloween parade. So we, go, so, so I'm like, all right, well, uh, well, the, the Halloween parade is going to pass right by here. You know, we'll chill. We'll have some cards for an hour. We'll go see the Halloween parade. Seeing the Halloween parade was very difficult. Would it would be fair to say? It was, seemed like it was more difficult than it needed to be. Yeah, like cause everyone in New York had the same idea. They're like, we all want to go see the Halloween parade. There was no Halloween parade last year. We're going to see the ha Halloween parade this year. And there's like cops everywhere. But like to get into the parts of the street where you could see the parade... You had to like fight through walls of people. Walls of people. And listener, we are not over exaggerating when we say walls of people. I was crushed in between, like on all of my sides. People were pushing each other, like literally putting their hands on their back and like pushing everyone. Yeah, it was like crushed to death style, like closed off. And like people are pushing behind me. And then the person in front of me is like, don't push me. I'm like, I'm not pushing you. Oh, someone's pushing me. Yes. No, some bitch was uh, next to me was like, stop pushing. Stop pushing. I'm like, lady, I only pushing as hard as the person behind me is pushing me. I'm sorry. And there's a guy in front of me and he's going like, nobody push me. Nobody push me. I have a baby here. Nobody push me. And it's like, why did you bring a baby to the fucking halloween parade do you not know that this is how this happens every year we're all humping each other in the middle of the road <laughs> so we can hear the monster mash 45 times did he have the baby with him yes he had the baby right in front of him and i'm like at least hold the, at least lion king this baby like hold the baby above your head yeah damn dude do parents not uh lift their kids up on their shoulders anymore i thought that was the point of having shoulders and he keeps like trying to be like new york menacing he's like don't push me don't push me but i'm i'm being pushed i'm being pushed and then uh something happens to me something hits me in the face real hard 
and it knocks my glasses off my face. Oh my God. And I managed to grab my glasses at the last second, like before they fall. Because like if they'd fallen, they would have been gone. Oh, they're gone. They're yeah. They're been crushed. I grab them, managed to put them back in my face. I'm like, what the fuck was that? I was like, did I just get hit with like a piece of garbage or an egg or like someone's throwing candy or something? And then like, there's like so like hair in my face, like fuzz in my eyes. I'm like, what the what the fuck? I look down at the ground, and there's a rat. Oh my god! And the rat flips itself over and runs off. Holy fucking shit! Oh my god, you're lying! You're lying! That did not happen. No, it happened. Oh my fucking god, that is gross! Holy shit! How did you not immediately freak out? So, what must have happened was a rat must have been like so scared by the noise, the shoving, the music. That the rat just like kind of lost sense of itself for a second and like just ran off the side of this building. That has to be what happened, right? Yeah, and hit me and tried to take my glasses on the way down. And I think we have to move out of New York. Yeah, no, you need to get fucking rabies tested. You need to get tested for everything and we have to move tomorrow. I think think that's it for me. I mean, that would be it for me too. Yeah. I got hit in the face with rat. That's <laughs> the most New York experience that you could ever experience. And then the rat ran away like nothing happened. He didn't even apologize? No, the rat was stunned for a second because it fell off the side of a building. But then it was like, mm, pizza. And it just like ran off. Oh my God. Oh, holy shit. Holy shit. That is horrifying. Sorry. I'm so sorry that happened to you. I got rat fur in my eyes, you know? Yes. And, um... And so I'm like, all right, well, don't panic. And uh, everyone's already getting shoved and stuff and stuff and stuff. And so I'm like, I got to sterilize my face because, you know, I got rat in my face. And um, and we managed to like go to like a, we find we finally get out of that crowd. Uh, it's like, uh, I guess no parade for me. I got hit in the face with rat. <laughs> So we, you know, we find a little bathroom and, uh, oh, and there's Halloween candy at the restaurant, which was nice. Like, and like full size, like nice Halloween candy too, like uh, an entire white chocolate peanut butter, uh, uh, Reese's pumpkin, like a big white, like a big pumpkin, as big as a rat, <laughs> but like a big pumpkin. So like I'm, I'm in the bathroom and I'm, I'm eating the pumpkin with one hand and I'm just, I'm, I'm depositing bathroom soap directly in my eyes. Because I'm saying to myself, like, well, what's the worst that happens? Like, you go blind? Like, it's probably already going to happen. You got... Yeah, you're going to get a disease worse than blindness in your eye. I'm like, you got rat in your eyes. And so, <laughs> and there's water all over the bathroom. Like, it's like it's fucking like Aquaman's toilet in there. I, I try my best to, like, boil my glasses in the bathroom. And, like, I'm, like, pouring hand sanitizer in my eyes. And I'm like, I got to go now. I leave the city now. You got to leave. I would have been on the first train out of there. Oh, my God. I cannot believe that happened to you. Yeah. So I got hit in the face with a rat. And now I don't know what to do because it's like, well, I mean, the way I look at it is kind of like the worst thing that could ever happen to me has happened to me. <laughs> From here, it's all up. It's got to be. Right? Got to be. Do I tell my mom this happened? Absolutely not. No? No. Okay. Why would you tell your mom that? I gotta tell somebody. It's It's been weighing on me. Is telling our listeners not good enough? I love you guys, but you're not my mom. 
I got to talk to somebody about this. Like a therapist? I have a therapist. I think I need a second therapist just to deal with this rat trauma. Right, you could save them in your phone as rat therapists. Yeah, exactly. Because like now that I've gotten one rat in the face, I feel like more are coming. They know. Like they got away with it. I should have stepped on that rat. I oh, think. you absolutely should have punished that rat immediately. that rat's life. Just been like, you get in my face, I get in your face. Step. You know what I mean? I wonder what the chances, like the statistical chances of that happening. Do you think you'll, you're probably immune to lightning strikes now, right? Well, I mean, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been hit in the face with a rat? No, not even once. All right. So, okay. So, so far the chances are one in two. <laughs> So I had, I had, and look, listeners, like, let me know if you've ever been hit in the face with a rat. <laughs> but, um, I mean, that's kind of it for the loudest podcast this week. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Oh my God. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Yeah. That's awful. That is truly terrible. I wish you would have told me that. We would have met home immediately. No, I didn't want to tell you because it's like, you know, it's like Halloween. It's like. It's fun. It's supposed to be fun. I mean, it won't be fun for me anymore. <laughs> you always have this memory. But it's, uh, I didn't want to ruin your Halloween. Okay, well, uh, for future reference, full license. If you ever get hit in the face with a rat again to ruin whatever holiday it is, Christmas, Hanukkah, Ar- Arbor Day. <laughs> well, that's nice of you to say. But, um, yeah, listeners, you know, just let me know what to do. I don't know what to do. Everything feels weird now. Like, I feel like I'm, like, just, like, walking through life, like, a life that's not my own. Like, it's the rat's life now. You know what I mean? I I don't, but I imagine that this is very traumatizing for you. Have you ever heard of, like, a rat king? No. Okay, a rat king is when a bunch of rats run around in the sewers so much that, like, their tails all get tied together. It's just, like, a big ball of rats running around. Like, if you work in the sewers, like, you got to watch out. You got to watch out for the Rat King. Am I the Rat King now? Because this happened to me? Am I in charge of the rats? I think you're their boss now. That's what I'm thinking. We're connected now, me and the rats. Something's got to change. I'm not the same person that I was before I got hit in the face with that rat. I think we're going to call that, like, zero day. For stereos. Like, that's my new birthday. Like, new stereos, new outlook, new awful, awful outlook. You know what I mean? I totally know what you mean. You know, it's rained every day since I got hit in the face with that rat. Has it? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to stop raining. I stopped going into work. I don't see the point of it anymore. My mom keeps texting me and I just won't text her back. I've tried to text her back, but it's just emojis of a rat. I've been wearing a lot more gray. Has your beard been more difficult to keep clean shaven? Yeah, yes. I tried to go to the barber and they said, no. I said, why? They're like, oh, well, she's in Texas 
for a couple of weeks. She's never been in Texas before. Do my eyes look beadier to you? You could just say yes. Perhaps. Uh, yes. <laughs> Tell me the truth. Do my eyes look beadier to you? They do. They do? A little bit. I mean, but you know I'm Chinese. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you got me. So Straighten it's like your... it could be that? It could be. Do you know what year it is in the Chinese New Year? No. Would you like to guess? Is it the rat? No, it's the year of the chicken. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's good. Why did you think it was... What, you thought it was the year of the rat? Yeah. Well, let me actually, let me look this up, because I'm pretty sure it's the year of the chicken. No, it is the year of the rat. Every year is another year of the rat. <laughs> I guess. Does my mustache seem like wispier to you? It seems like you have these hairs that are protruding. But but just like normal. I mean, I always have hairs protruding from my mustache. No, but I mean, they're they're they look like they're in a very specific position. What do you mean? They look wispier. I thought they did too, but I just kind of wanted to make sure there wasn't like confirmation bias at play. You know what I've been doing at the gym? <laughs> what? If you know, you can just say. I don't. Okay. I don't for, I'm not familiar with the gym exercises okay, okay that's fine because like i have a little personal trainer and i've been seeing her for a while like, her name is candace like i've only been going for a little bit um and thank you listeners who are like oh you're in better shape like yeah you know i'm trying like candace has been a big help the other day she said like wow you're really scampering up that that stairmaster <laughs> i was like scampering so like yeah you're really scampering up that and i was like well, why'd you use that word she's like i don't know it just seemed like the she's like why are you asking and i was like i can't i i couldn't tell her this is the first time i've told anybody i, I might not put this episode out because it's really scary to me you know how i like Stephen urkel Yes. You do? Yes. Okay. Is something funny? What? You were laughing before. No, it's just... You're uncomfortable? No. Okay. It's okay if you're uncomfortable. I'm not comfortable with myself since it happened. I, 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 think, that, I think that you definitely need the rat therapist then. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Maybe after this. But um, Stephen Urkel, the show Family Matters. And yeah, yes, it's ironic, like... The show became about Urkel. So, like, does the family really matter? Like, yes, we've all heard that before. You know, he's got a couple of catchphrases. He asks if he's done that. Are you aware of this? I, I, I am. You are? Yes. Okay, because I had a coworker once who was, like, your age, and she was like, I know of Urkel, but I don't know Urkel. Yeah, unfortunately, I've been well acquainted with Urkel. <laughs> okay, so, like, you know, you'll ask if he did that. And if, if he did something... 
annoying, you know? Do you know his other catchphrase? What? He asks if you have any cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I must have missed that episode. He'll go like, got any cheese? Like, that's his other catchphrase. And like, it's... He likes cheese. I've been watching a lot more Urkel lately. I feel like I connect with him now more than ever. Everywhere I go, I see his face. You do? No, I'm sacking. I might. I think you might. Well, yeah, I do. Do you, Did you get hit? No, but I'm. I'm with you in spirit. Okay. Look, if this makes you uncomfortable, you can leave. Are you okay? I can't tell who you're talking to right now. Hey, all right. I'm sorry. I don't mean to jump down your throat. What's your favorite kind of Ritz sandwich? (laughs) Ritz, uh, I think my favorite Ritz sandwich is when you put peanut butter on a Ritz cracker. You know that... It's funny to say that that was my favorite, was the peanut butter ones. They're great. They come in a little pack of six. It's like a great on-the-go snack. Like, there's protein in there. Like, it's a lot of calories. Like, it's great for hiking and stuff. Like, the little peanut butter ones. But I went to the bodega the other day, and I reached for the peanut butter ones. But I walk out, I open up the thing, I start eating. I'm like, oh, this is delicious. Like, this is the best Ritz cracker sandwich I've ever had. Before I know it, the whole thing's gone. Do you know which ones I got? Was it the cheese ones? Were you there? Yes. Oh, so you know this story. I don't, but I was there in spirit like I told you. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. I think this is the last episode of Lau's podcast. I think so, too. I can't do this any... I can't just pretend my life is normal. You can't just keep living like you were. You become a new person. It's different now. Everything's different now. I mean, I guess next week, like, you'll download and, like, Wednesday, you know, oh, there's a new episode download. Like, you'll start playing. It'll be like, Ratcast with Cheezer and Saran <laughs> Oh, you like that title? I do a lot. Okay, Rat Cast with Cheezer and Sarantia. Like, episode one. Favorite tubes to run around in. <laughs> Two rats run through those were hamsters. Those are for hamsters? Yeah. What do rats run around in? I don't know. All right, well, okay, we'll be like, episode one, like, shredded newspaper, pretty based. Pretty based. They like that stuff, right? They love it. I mean, I do. They like uh, tan bark. Like what? Tan bark. Tan? Tan bark. It is a type of shredded wood that you put in the bottom of a rat's cage. Oh, you mean tasty chips. Yes. <laughs> you may know them as 
the chips in the bottom of the cage. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're good. Those are good. I like those. Those are new. Those are good. You know when I first tried them? When? Halloween night. Okay. Uh, those are good. This has been a great episode, listeners. Uh, call in if you want. Loudestpodcast.com. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> okay. You can go. My backside hurts. Ugh. It's like I'm having a baby out my coccyx or something. I don't know. It'll probably go away. Ooh. Sounds like my neighbors might have a pizza.